Jong, how are you? Hi, good. Yeah, thank right, you, Wale. Right. Uh, no, thank you. Thank me. you for agreeing uh, to come on. So the target is about 40 minutes. Okay. Uh, and I'll try to take uh, some questions from the audience as well as as, as we go on. So hopefully okay. this is a and feel okay. free to to say anything at any point in time. Okay, feel free okay. to interrupt me okay. or anything. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I already. Uh, so maybe I think now by now you would be a household name. To most people, at least those who are watching, definitely know who you are. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, thank so you very you much. So you probably wouldn't need an introduction, but basically, an NCMP from uh, West Coast, from PSP, uh, contested in West Coast, a former PSC scholar, a vast, vast experience in the banking financial sector, uh, not an experienced politician, which is not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But uh, I don't think it is. Uh, but uh, so that's that's about Mr. Leong. Uh, so my first question is, and we have to start with this because this has been and, the talk of town, right? And before uh, uh, be, yeah, before sure. you start, sure, I say sure. just in case I forget anything, uh, my my uh, my Japanese girlfriend and the uh, mascot <laughs> Otika at the back will remind me. Okay, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have a good luck charm as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So today, uh, I will uh, start off with this question, right? The question okay. that it has uh, yet what you said in Parliament has made waves to the point that a couple of uh, ministers had to respond to you. Yeah. Uh, and that is really the issue about the foreign talent, right? Uh, and yes. you lamented the lack of homegrown talent. In key institutions, right in the financial mm. sector. Yes, uh, yes. And and my my first question is this, and I understand what you said probably resonate with many Singaporeans, and I think yes, at, at least from my com- conversations, I think most people yeah. agree with the essence of what you said. My so. my, yeah. my my, I guess my personal discomfort is where where is the line between. Uh, Fighting for the rights of Singaporeans and being xenophobic, and and one can see that in many ways, right? The the people, the new citizens, they are more Singaporean than you and I, right? Because for us, being Singaporean is an accident of birth, but for them, they chose to be Singaporean, and we didn't make that choice. So in many ways, they are more Singaporean than us. So why why did you say whatever you say? And maybe you can elaborate on what exactly you meant. Okay, I think first of all, I don't agree that they are more Singaporean than us. Oh, you don't, you don't. We we so. are brought up by Singaporeans, right? Okay. Yes. Now we are not only born as Singaporeans by accident, but we are brought up by Singaporeans, you know, and uh, we are here for generations, you know, uh, at least two generations, uh, and a lot of Singaporeans are more than two generations, uh, many many generations. So we actually uh, uh, develop this place. Of course, together with the leadership of in the past was the colonial government and then the uh, the, the the PAP government, which did very well, you know. But uh, uh, so we we are actually uh, I don't agree that we are less Singaporean than the naturalized citizens. Okay, but as I've said before, uh, as long as you become a citizen, we will not discriminate against uh, naturalized citizens. Or you know, uh, when you are citizen, you are citizen. There shouldn't be. Multiple classes or two classes of citizen. Okay, if you are Singaporean, Singaporean, you are Singaporean. Okay, so but what uh, uh, we we uh, sort of argue with the government about is that uh, when all these naturalized uh, citizens have become our citizens, we'll take care of them. Okay, but at the same time, so they become our citizens, and this is the whole citizen pool that we are talking about, and we become. Uh, 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 but we want to remind the. Uh, 
the government that in the future, when you bring in future new citizens or you bring in PRs or foreigners to compete you know, against our people, uh, meaning the citizens, think twice. Whether you have uh, put in all the safeguards, whether you have actually monitored the ground properly to ensure that we are not, this is the line that I'm drawing, to mm-hmm. ensure that our Singaporeans, both homegrown and naturalized, are not discriminated against. Okay? okay. There's, amp- there's ample evidence now from anecdotal and also from statistics, although we are still involved in a statistical uh, kind of argument with the government, okay? whether the foreigners and uh, the immigrants uh, by and large have displaced uh, many of our Singaporeans. Or not, okay? The governments have put up their statistics. Uh, uh, in fact, there are more statistics uh, being put up uh, in recent days and weeks. I think there's a very welcome, uh, welcome move and signs of uh, things, uh, uh, good things uh, to come. But nevertheless, the, all the statistics that have been given uh, to us so far is still not very convincing. That to assure us there's no discrimination, there's no displacements of our Singaporeans from the workplace. In fact, even the Minister uh, of Manpower uh, herself uh, admitted that there is probably some problem with the PMETs who are about 40 to 50 years old, okay? And that is really a very uh, uh, a big warning sign, you know, because the 40 years old and the 50 years old Singaporeans, they are the, the, they are the breadwinner of the family, right? So, and if the breadwinner becomes unemployed, that's really a very serious matter. Of course, we also have to uh, look after our young uh, 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 mm. workers as well, those who newly graduate from the university and all that. But nevertheless, when these people, uh, we may have given, uh, we, have, we may have jobs for the, uh, the young graduates, but at the same time, if our 40 years old and 50 years old PMBTs are being displaced, that is a serious problem that we have looked at. Lah, okay? So at the moment, I think we are still arguing with the government as to how serious the problem is. But I think until all the facts are there, we wouldn't be too... Uh, uh, sort of dogmatic about anything. We'll accept what the governments have shown us and uh, we continue to voice that out in Parliament. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, mm. and I think that's fair. I mean, it is the job of the opposition to argue yes. the government sometimes, at least, right? Yes, yes. Uh, right. Uh, so, not I sometimes, get that. all the time, you must question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, question all the time, but argue not all the time, right? Yeah, no, most agree, of the yeah. times, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you have to agree as well. So, yes, I agree. Uh, so, I get that, and I think that sound, whatever you just said, uh, is sound. But if I, I could push you a little, are you are you Please. not worried that this uh, this may eventually lead to us uh, Singaporeans, quote unquote, becoming more and more xenophobic? Do you do you worry that uh, such rhetoric can uh, can lead to that kind of situation? Uh, I I don't think so uh, because uh, but, uh, because right now uh, I think that the imbalance is too big. Uh, in favor of the foreigners, okay? So we have to, it's like the pendulum, like you move from the left to the right, you know? So I think now we are too much on one side. So we're just pushing it back a little bit more, okay? Mm. Little bit. And uh, Singaporeans, uh, we are very open, you know, because we are an immigrant society. We are very open about accepting foreigners. I don't think Singaporeans will go 
it will become very xenophobic about it. I think what Singaporeans are, I think many are crying out for help now is that please uh, rebalance the situation. I, I think uh, the, what the opposition, especially PSP, wants to do is just to rebalance the situation and work together with the government uh, to actually make uh, concrete uh, improvements uh, to, the, to the job situation in Singapore. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that, uh, Mr. Leong. So basically, yeah. if I could paraphrase you, you are not saying that new citizens are we not... We don't close the door. Right? We don't close the right. door. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. thank you. Thanks for that. And I think uh, at the very least, it's helpful to have that discussion in Parliament. Mm. Uh, and, and thanks for uh, raising whatever you did. So on mm. to uh, your party, right? Mm. PSP, right? What exactly does it stand for? Is it, is it fair to say that the PSP is a Tan Cheng Bok party? Uh, and based on my own conversations with people, right? They are asking who are the other people who are contesting in West Coast, right? They don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they only know. They only know Dr. Tan and uh, that's about it. That's all they know about the PSP. Yeah. Uh, so is it fair uh, to say that uh, the PSP is a Tan Cheng Bok party? Okay, I think any organization or party, uh, for this matter, uh, the political party, it has, it, when, it, gets, when it, it was started, it must be started by a strong leader, right? Because if not, the party or the organization cannot uh, sort of, uh, cannot uh, take root, okay, and cannot develop. It must be by a strong leader, right? And we are very lucky to have Dr. Tan, because Dr. Tan really, uh, uh, whether it's a heart or whether it's a track record, he's a very outstanding uh, person okay, to start the party and to bring the party up to this stage. Uh, okay? So in any organization or party, uh, initially there will be a strong leader. So as a result, people will identify the party with the strong leader in the first stage of the development. But I think after we have fought this campaign and, uh, and our, the, uh, the, the other leaders, started to come out and uh, uh, do various things to develop the party further, I think uh, uh, slowly uh, we will get recognition by the public lah, that PSP is just not only uh, Dr. Tan. Of course, Dr. Tan continue to be very important, uh, continue to uh, uh, be the, the soul and the pillar of the, of the party. Lah, okay? Okay. But, we are, the, but the next uh, generation of leadership is already in place. Lah, yeah. Right, uh, and I presume that includes yourself, right? As... Yeah, I think so. I'm one of them. So, I think there are a couple of uh, interesting points from that. Uh, one is Dr. Tan is, remains the heart and soul of the party, you said. Uh, yeah. Until when? Is it until the next presidential election or... <laughs> I think <laughs> you are trying to fish something out. Huh? <laughs> so I, do, I don't have an answer to that. Okay, okay but I yeah, think fine. in terms of the timeline, how the new new leadership will, will take shape and take take root, huh? probably will be in the next two years, lah. Right now, okay. uh, Dr. Tan is working with the, leader, uh, the uh, next generation leadership and also the next next generation leadership. Uh, to actually uh, ensure that uh, the leadership will be uh, beefed up uh, over the next uh, one to two years. Uh. And then okay. after the one to two years, we will identify a new slate of candidates. Of course, the, uh, the, 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 the slate of candidates we have in the campaign is, is the core that we have, but we will further strengthen the slate you know, going forward. Yeah. 
Okay. So is it fair to say that to move away from the image of PSP being Tan Cheng Bok Party, it solely or largely depends on how you and Hazel perform in Parliament? I, I don't think that is the only thing. I think Parliament and our communication strategy is uh, one a very important part. But at the same time, the ground operations, you know, and the, uh, the core leadership, the organizational leadership within the party uh, is equally important. Okay? And that's led by my colleague, the uh, Assistant Secretary General Francis Yun, a very uh, right. uh, respectable uh, figure. I call him Tai Ko, you know, big brother. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks. thanks for it. Sorry, I just wanted to go back to the earlier question because I wanted okay. to address one of the comments and one of the comments, and this, this is the kind of rhetoric that uh, I was worried about. One of them said, should we prevent new citizens from voting in the first two elections? No, 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 no. Exactly right. Exactly. So this is, this is what I'm worried about. Even though the intent comes from a good place, right? As in the intent of saying that we must have Singaporeans first. I just worry that we slip into the xenophobic No, no, no. Route. Definitely cannot. You right. see, uh, we must uphold our pledge. Right. Our national pledge. The moment they are citizens, irrespective of race, language or religion, they are, we are all one big family. That is something that we, we must not depart from. Right. I, okay. I completely, I completely yeah. agree. And yeah. I think it doesn't help anyone if that is how we treat new citizens. Right? No, no, no. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, the, uh, the next question is, why, why do we need another opposition party? Don't we have enough? We have uh, every election, we'll see so many parties. Why, why have another one, PSP? Why didn't Dr. Tan just join Workers' Party or join the SDP? And then we'll have three main parties, right? WP, SDP and, uh, and PAP. Why dilute the opposition vote? And why, why do we need to add to the messiness? <laughs> okay, actually, uh, the, uh, in Singapore, our country, uh, for the longest time, uh, there was only one dominant party, right? So actually, our democratic development or the democratic development process have actually barely started, right? And there are many talents, you know, among Singaporeans. That's one thing that we want to, we want to challenge the government also, you know, and say that, you don't have monopoly of talents, you know. There are more talents outside government than inside government, okay? All right. So the, the problem in the past, or one of the hesitation is that many of these talents didn't step, step forward, okay, uh, to, to take part in this political process. Okay, so one of the uh, uh, objective of PSP is actually, uh, Dr. Tan said, is to create a movement, okay, so that more talented Singaporeans can step forward, and if more talented Singaporeans step forward, then maybe Francis Yun and myself can retire after the next election. Okay, yeah, right. So because Why? more talented Singaporeans, yeah, you know, and there are a lot of talented Singaporeans. Okay, so so because of that, I think it's is probably a bit um, too uh, much uh, to say that oh why we need another opposition party, you know, and things like that. I think we can afford to have many more opposition parties. But I think the, uh, uh, the, our, our fellow voters will be very discerning 
okay, and uh, from the parties, they would be able to uh, 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 sort of uh, differentiate uh, the parties they want to support and the parties they don't want to support. So let it be a process, a competitive process, even for the opposition parties or the alternative parties. There ought to be a process. We are not just competing against PAP, but we should be also, uh, while we are very friendly, as you can see that in the last few elections, uh, there are very few three-corner fights, right? Right. Right. Okay. So actually, it's not a wasting of, uh, there's no wastage right. of Agreed. votes at all, you know, because Agreed. we are all, we are, we are friendly uh, with one another. At the same time, we are competing with one another because sometimes we have different values, we have different approaches, we have different development strategy we want to introduce into the country. So we should allow a hundred flowers to blossom. Okay. So it is too early to say, oh, why we need another opposition party. I think the democratic process and the voting process, the election process will take care of itself, will take care of this. Okay, eventually we will settle into a few parties and I don't think it's just WP and ourselves also. I think SDP and some other parties, you know, they should continue to uh, present themselves to the voters and by uh, their presence, I think we can learn from them as well. Yeah. Okay. So I think, yeah. I think it's just not one party. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Uh, that yeah. wasn't my question. Uh, that yeah. was an audience question and I completely agree with oh, okay, the answer okay. as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, I mean, it's good for the opposition as well if there are many parties. So it keeps yes. uh, each party on their toes as well. So yes, I don't yes. think... And anyway, voters will sort, will sort the situation out. Yeah. Right? They will and also, the, you, do not, you do not know how the, our political and democratic process will evolve. Okay, right. you don't. We can't take it for granted uh, that because of the Westminster situation, a system, right. definitely there will be two strongest party and they fight exactly. against one another. This may not be the formula for our country. We never know. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Maybe right. in the future we have a few parties that's always talking to one another, and we always have a national unity government. Right. You know, what I mean, that may right, be good right. for Singapore. We never know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, all all those I think are not beyond the realm of possibility. Definitely, we should we should explore, we should explore that. Uh, so there's a question about what PSP is doing uh, to attract young voters, but we'll address that later on because there's another okay. question related to that. Okay. Uh, so so the fourth one, uh, the fourth major topic I wanted to talk to you about is the NCMP scheme because you are obviously intimately involved in this, and I generally think NCMPs the NCMP scheme is good for opposition parties. It's, it's more beneficial than it is harmful. But I guess uh, the question I want to ask you is, one of the most famous speeches Dr. Tan gave as PAPMP, if not the most famous, is the one where he opposed the NCMP and NMP schemes, right? And, he, uh, and when he was talking about it, uh, I think Mr. Lau and Mr. Chiam were, giving, were applauding his speech. Uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, so, if you are opposed to the scheme in principle, why does your party uh, take up the position? Okay, I didn't check the Hansa in the past, huh? but according to what Dr. Tan told us, he didn't oppose the NCMP scheme at the time when he was an MP. He was against the NMP scheme. Right, right. Okay, he was against right, the okay. NMP scheme. So, but of course, in recent days, even during the campaign, uh, uh, Dr. Tan and myself and uh, even to a certain extent, Hazel, we have reservations 
or we are against the scheme. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. That is a political principle, and I'll talk about the political principle later sure. on. But but we also agree with you. Uh, like when we take up the NCMP post, it was actually Dr. Tan who actually uh, uh, supported it. Okay. And so uh, we agree that the NCMP scheme is a good thing for the uh, opposition party to at least have, uh, to at least participate in the parliament. Okay. It is better to participate in the parliament than to be outside the parliament. Mm. Okay. Because then you gain experience then you know how difficult policy making is. You can understand the difficulties that the government is facing. And then you can also understand some of the things maybe the government have not considered. You know? So that experience is very important. So definitely, it is a good opportunity. Okay? But having said that, in terms of political principle, we are also very concerned by the fact that uh, the government had marketed the NCMP scheme right. as a substitute for the MPs, okay? Because right. they are telling the electorate that you don't, have, you don't need an opposition, you don't need to vote in a full MP because we have this NCMP for you. Right. Uh, that is what we are, we are, we are right. uh, not comfortable with or we are against. Why? Because of the following points. One, the NCMP scheme still lacks legitimacy because it's always been marketed as a lo best loser thing. Okay? Right. So, so if the government really wants to uh, uh, very serious about having the, uh, uh, the minority voices, that means, you see, this time around, 40, uh, uh, close to 40% of the Singaporeans are against the government, right? So right. you say, okay, I, I want to let this 40% to be represented in parliament. Okay. Then you take NCMP to be a more legitimate uh, 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 sort of MP, you know, and don't call it the best loser, right? Okay. <laughs> because it's very because this, that legitimacy is important. Okay, for the for the NCMP to do a better job in Parliament. Okay, that's one point. Right. Second point is that uh, although the NCMP do not do town council and all that, the current resources that the government give to the NCMP is so right. little that especially now the NCMP has got the full voting uh, uh, rights uh, as an ordinary MP, right? So right. we have to go through a lot of, we have to go through all the, the uh, information and all the materials in order to be able to make a decision to vote yes or no, right? Right. And so we have to do all that. But the government is only paying us 15% what the full MP is being paid. Right. So the full MP is being paid, I think it's 17,000. We are being paid 2,000. Okay, so for some of us who are uh, financially independent, then it's okay. But for other MPs who are younger or who have not, uh, uh, who do not necessarily have all the financial resources, then you then you put him in a very uh, difficult position, whether to 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 discharge his duties, uh, be a full time MP, or he has to uh, compromise the MP position because he, he has to survive for his family right. and all that, right? So they, they just didn't give enough resources to the NCMP. Plus, the full MP has got a legislative assistant paid for by the government or by the parliament, parliament. but the NCMP is also not entitled to the, to the right. LA or the legislative assistant. But we have to read through all the bills, we have to read through all the Auditor General report. 
government uh, accountant report in order to be able to 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 say something uh, uh, correctly or, or uh, to to say something substantial in parliament, right? right. So so whether in terms of legitimacy or whether the amount of resources the government is giving to the NCMP does not justify the government saying that NCMP is the same as full MP. Right. Okay. But we appreciate the government giving us an opportunity to learn in parliament as an NCMP. That we thank the government on. Yeah. Right. But right. if the okay. government tried to use it like that in the way of convincing the electorate that they don't need a full MP, then I think that is something that we will be against. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for that. And uh, you, you are right. The, the speech uh, in question... Uh, that I referenced earlier was about the NMP, actually, not the NCMP. Yes, uh, yes. Skip, right? Uh, yes. But uh, the principle is the same, right? It's essentially undemocratic, right? Uh, well, you, I think uh, depending on how you uh, define it, uh, the nominated MP scheme... Uh, they do not vote like an M, like us. Right. I think NCMP right, right. has yeah. So yeah, the NCMP yeah. yeah yeah we have more rights to, to vote and all that. So right. uh, uh, in a way uh, we are we are closer to a full MP la. But I right, think, right. but of course I mean even we have uh, I I uh, I kind of agree with uh, Dr Tan uh, with regards to his opinion about the NMP oh. uh, uh, because uh, because by right. Uh, if the government uh, sort of loosen things a little bit more, uh, the opinion expressed by the NMP could be actually expressed outside parliament. You don't need a group of people mm. inside parliament just to express opinion, right? Right, right. Outside, right. actually, in a, in a more normal democratic system, you would have the, the press, the media to, to express opinion, right? You will have the academics, like yourself, to express opinion. You will have the lawyers who express the opinion and you have the civil society, right? right? So there are many, many sort of pillars of democratic, right. uh, in the democratic system. But right. unfortunately, all these uh, uh, pillars in Singapore are not quite uh, uh, working, okay? Right. Uh, whether right. they're self-censored or there are laws that are preventing them from uh, being more outspoken and all that. You know, so so if you have all that in a more uh, normal development, you actually don't need a group of people, essentially uh, from the from the academics, from the civil society, to be in parliament and then uh, and then make the speeches, right? Yeah, right. So I okay. think I I think I agree with Dr. Tan. Yeah. Okay. So thanks. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, I think you are right uh, on the fact that uh, we need uh, non-political actors to to actually uh, articulate their opinions and there must be space given for them, right? Mm. But surely if you articulate an opinion in parliament, it's, it's more impactful than me saying something on my Facebook, right? Mm. So surely there wouldn't there de uh, be a case for the NMP then in the system that we have now? Mm. Okay. I think under our current system, okay, uh, given that the... Uh, the uh, what I call that uh, the uh, the the space outside the parliament is not that uh, active and vibrant. Okay, of course, uh, we we draw comfort uh, 
from the fact that the social media space is becoming very active nowadays, lah. Okay, so mm. but given that the overall uh, sort of the uh, the the public forum, uh, the the public discourse is not very vibrant and active. I also do not uh, uh, completely uh, write off uh, uh, the uh, NMPs. I think the NMPs have a role to play in Parliament right. as well. Yeah. Right. So in an ideal world, they shouldn't exist. But yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the system we have, yeah, so yeah. we might as well have them. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So right. in an ideal world, the N- NCMP shouldn't exist. Yeah. Right. Right. But we right. can have I... proportional representation and all that. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so. I I don't know about proportional representation, uh, but I, I I agree with you. In an ideal world, the NCMP and NMP schemes should not uh, exist. But I also think that it's okay to oppose those uh, schemes in principle. But it is what it is, and you take up the schemes because that's dealing with the reality. Uh, yeah, of the yeah. political situation. Yeah, that because case. that's the reality, and that's the rules that the uh, exactly domi- that's the, rules. the dominant party right. uh, set, has, right? Has said, and yeah, since yeah. the most of our Singap- fellow Singaporean brothers and sisters have given the overwhelming mandate to the to the PAP, right. so they set the rules, and of course we have to follow the rules right. and uh, and uh, and urge our democratic process to to develop. Right, right. I, right yeah. I, I agree. I think that's very yeah. sensible. Yeah. So uh, the next question is already half an hour, by the way. <laughs> that's very fast. Okay. So my next question is... I asked is... whether my Japanese girlfriend got any opinion. Do you have any opinion? <laughs> <laughs> well, if she said yes, I would be a bit scared. <laughs> yeah, she just told me in Japanese. Say, yeah, I think you asked Malik. Uh, uh... <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. So uh, opposition coalition. Is that possible? Is that on the table or on the cards? And I'm not. I'm not talking about the smaller parties. You know, not not about PSP and Red Dot United and and the other parties because I think that's very feasible, right? Yeah. But I'm talking about PSP, SDP, WP. Would that be possible? Uh, okay, I think uh, uh, coalition would be a bit uh, uh, too uh, too early to to speak about. But then definitely all three parties are very friendly uh, with one another, and then uh, I would I wouldn't uh, hesitate to to say that these three parties are uh, first of all the parties to uh, to look for because right. all of us have proven ourselves in the electoral process already. Right, right. SDP at one point they have four uh, MPs right. in, in in parliament, so now we don't have an MP yet in in parliament, but we have two NCMPs. Okay, and the last the election we have garnered forty one percent of the vote. Okay, in right. all, in the average, uh, and so we are above the uh, the average of thirty eight percent together with right. WP. Of course, WP uh, uh, did way better than us okay right so uh and uh, even uh, stp uh, is also close to 38 percent right. so i think uh, this uh, these three parties uh, uh i think we have uh, we have done uh, we've proven ourselves in the electoral process so i think uh, we will continue to be very friendly with one another but as i say the uh, going forward uh, we never know how the uh, democratic process in singapore will evolve okay so we just maintain that uh, uh, dialogue, you know, and understanding each other's values and all that. And uh, whenever we can cooperate, we'll cooperate. Right. So right. it's more of a loose cooperation rather than a formal coalition. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. But when the need arises, I, I think uh, that there should be any obstacle to having some formal arrangement as well. But, but, right, the need, right. but the need is not there yet. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I, uh, so, it's, it's basically when, when the stars align, essentially when there's a need, yeah, yeah. There's a need for it and perhaps when, when there's a possibility of actually winning. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so... Uh, by the way, just now you mentioned uh, four SDP MPs. I think it was three plus Mr. Lau, right? In 1991, probably. No, so no, four SD, opposition. no, 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 SDP. SDP. No, no, SDP right? was, uh, was uh, uh, Mr. Chiam and right. then Mr. Chiam, Ling Dao Ling Hao Dung, Ling Hao Dung, Cho Chai Ching. Cho Chai Ching. Is it three and only? Gone I think or... it's three, I think, and Mr. Lau is from 1991, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, that right. was Mr. Right. Lau. So, SDP was only three. So, yeah, they have proven themselves. But, but also, uh, and this re uh, pertains to one of the questions, SDP is quite clear in its ideology, right? It's, so, there's a space on, uh, there's for it in the political scene because it's very left, or yeah. by Singapore standards, of course. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, so, where, where would you put PSP? Are you center right, center left, or or does this does this left right spectrum doesn't even make sense in the in the context of Singapore? What do you think? Yeah, I think the context of Singapore is all about pragmatism, all about pragmatism, and uh, I think our if anything our policy should be very close to the center, very close to the center, and uh, one thing that uh, we want to. Uh, uh, stress about PSP is that we are not just aiming to be an alternative voice. We are aiming to provide an alternative model. Mm. Okay, so we are, yeah, so we are not completely there yet, but we are def we definitely have the the sort of the uh, the initial uh, model structure every uh, in place already. So uh, we were, you know, as a, as uh, compared to the the present government we will be able to present an alternative model as well to, the, to our fellow Singaporeans in due course. Meaning, that, that is, what? meaning what? Alternative model? As meaning meaning we, have, we, have a, we have a different uh, economic model, a different right. social economic model. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. I mean, like okay. our social economic model, of course, the day SM Tama mentioned that no one should have, no one have a monopoly of compassion. compassion. Right. But we say, yeah, our compassion seems to have a little bit more than your compassion, you know, maybe. <laughs> you know? So in that sense, you know, our social economic model is slightly different, you know. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that a claim you would make that PSP has more compassion than uh, the ruling party, for instance? Oh, uh, I, think, I think PSP would like to claim that, yes. Wow. Yeah. Although what they would say, but I, of course, I mean, sometimes this sort of thing is a bit semantic in the sense that the government can also say that they also have equal amount of compassion, but they express their compassion in different right. policies. Okay. Right. So I don't think we should get into the argument of that. Right. 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 Okay? right. But okay. what we are okay. saying is that your current policies, according to our, our yardstick right. or our benchmark, is not as compassion as you think, right. you know, we right, think right, that right. our policies are more compassionate. Okay, so, right. so, but, uh, right. I mean, there's and something. I, and I think by default, all parties should think their policies are more compassionate, right? If not, why do you have that policy if you don't think that's the most compassionate policy? Yes, so, in yes. a sense, I do expect all parties to disagree uh, with others on the level of compassion of each uh, party. And I think that's a healthy, healthy uh, discussion to be had. Yes, yes. Okay, I so, think, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Agree. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the the question, and I guess because the audience mostly is from a younger generation, right? And and they they really want to know. There are many things that they are very interested in, but they don't see being uh, put forward by by PSP so far. I mean, it's only it's very early days. Yeah, of course, yeah. election manifestos are election manifestos. They evolve, and PSP also is an uh, a very young party. So issues like climate change or racial justice or even uh, LGBT issues uh, that uh, some of the audience members uh, have articulated. So are these uh, on the agenda for the PSP or is the PSP going to react to the PAP, especially in terms of bread and butter economic issues? Okay, I think uh, uh, when we started the party, and uh, it was uh, one year ago, right? About one year ago. Uh, what, uh, uh, what most of us uh, came together to join PSP is basically about the uh, deepening uh, social economic problems in Singapore. Okay? So naturally, as a, as a result of that, the leadership of the party had concentrated more on social, uh, more on economic issues. Uh, okay? And uh, rightfully so, because those are very important issues. And, uh, and now we're also confronted with COVID which magnify and deepen the issue, okay? So, but uh, uh, when we get together, of course, all of us are very open-minded and we are all for democracies and all that and for diversity, you know, and inclusiveness and all those things, okay? But nevertheless, if the, uh, some of these values, if, it, uh, if, if it's a bit too uh, liberal, then what our party stands would be is that we will observe what the, uh, the, the society wants and we will basically told the line of society. Like we wouldn't go beyond and be more progressive than what our society wants. And all that. Shouldn't, okay. shouldn't parties lead as well and do the right thing rather than follow public opinion all okay. the time? For certain, yeah. for certain areas, we will not lead. Okay? But for climate change, for example, we will have a different way of uh, doing things. We will not be immediately talking about, oh, we are going to spend $100 billion on building seawalls and all those things. Okay? <laughs> we think that the, the way to approach environment, uh, climate change and sustainability is actually to start with the individual. That means if we better our society in general, we put in more investment in our social capital, in our social infrastructures, and then slowly nudge our, nudge our uh, uh, fellow Singaporeans towards a more environmental-friendly lifestyle, that is something that we, we, we thought that we want to concentrate on. Okay? And in the process of doing that, we could also use our national reserve, our, our, our resources, more uh, gainfully, in the sense that the resources will go into the, into the people, you know, into our Singaporeans, okay? So one of the things, like for example, I, 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 we, we have in mind is that, yeah, we should first tackle the use of plastic, okay? Mm. We should tackle uh, the public cleanliness, especially now we have COVID, all that, right? We should invest a little bit more about cleanliness in our public places, especially uh, Singaporeans all like to eat. So we should spend more money into invest into more uh, 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 cleaner and more uh, uh, cleaner uh, uh, eating places like the hawker center, uh, like the coffee shops, you know. I, I know that uh, once uh, the NEA had sponsored, uh, you know, doing up all the public toilets again, but I think we can do a lot more. Okay? Right, right. Uh, then uh, we, we should go into, I think, uh, 
uh, employing some of our unemployed Singaporeans, especially the older ones, into more on the social projects. Like, for example, I think we should go into garbage classification already. Okay. Okay, garbage. Right. Yeah. And, and so we will require more manpower, right? To, right, right, to right. kind of jaga, you know, and make right, sure people right, right. classify their, their, their garbage, you know, and all that. And uh, we should uh, look at food wastage, okay? And then we should look at uh, water wastage, you know? So all this, I think we should start with all that, you know? Uh, and, and that is the thing that, uh, and when we start with all that, we create some employment, we create awareness, and we change our lifestyle uh, to a bit more, uh, when it becomes environmental friendly, it is also in a way, um, I would say it's also a bit related to uh, more conscious of our environment means more conscious of our social behavior. Right. Okay. Then that will lead to a better society. So I think we are actually right. uh, more interested in this area. And in fact, right. for the big spending on climate change and all that, we would like to question the, 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 the government uh, before we allow them to spend here. Yeah. Sure, right. Uh, I, I yeah. think that's fair. Uh, so just two follow-up questions on that. What, one is what uh, other people uh, have asked. What does the cleanliness of hawker centres have to do with climate change? Maybe you can ex expand on that. And second is my own uh, question. It seems like you are putting the responsibility a lot on the consumers. What about the big companies, the big oil companies? And, and actually the, the people, the corporations which are most responsible for uh, the environment, uh, environmental regulation, right? Okay. So why, yeah, okay. what, what do we do about that? Yeah, yeah on the individual is one aspect. La. Okay, I'll explain later. Okay, sure. but sure. in terms of the corporations, uh, we also have uh, our policy have also stated that uh, we, we like, like to push for uh, electric vehicle. We don't know why the electric vehicle uh, in Singapore is so slow in development. Actually, we have the perfect uh, sort of uh, uh, governing structure to allow us to put in place the electric uh, vehicle infrastructure very fast. Okay? So I think government now is doing a bit more, but I think in parliament, we will also look forward to actually uh, push harder on that front. Okay? So by doing that, then actually it's pushing the, the, uh, the, 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 the responsibility yeah, a bit more onto the, the corporations. Uh, okay? So they have to change the way they, they operate, you know, use the electric vehicle and all that. Uh. Okay, so but coming back to uh, the, the part about uh, hawker, uh, right. center cleanliness and all that. Uh, right. You see, all these uh, affect environment because, you see, it starts with uh, the individual. What, uh, sustainability means, uh, actually, it starts with yourself. You know, whatever we do, whatever kind of waste that we generated ourselves, uh, we should actually take care of it ourselves. Hmm. Whether it's the garbage we generated or whatever. Because by doing that, then we don't need someone to come in and then use large amount of detergent and all that and clean up right, the right. mess. If right, everyone right. take care of a small mess, then we will be able to save a lot on the, uh, you know, on all the uh, 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 maybe detergent or all the other uh, right. work that need to be done uh, to clean up the mess. Right. And then whenever right. you do up, you do those work, you will need large amount of energy, right? Right. And right. that comes back to the environment again. Right. Okay. Fair mm -hmm. enough. So. Uh, uh, as we can see, once we talked about climate change, there's there's a slew of uh, questions. Oh. Uh, but I think you you have uh, you have addressed uh, the major points. So my final question to you is: uh, before I had I need your advice on something. So okay. my final question to you is: 
there are many young voters who are going to watch this, right? Well, let's face it, most of those who are going to watch this are the young voters, whether live or later. So, why? what's your message to them? Why should they support you and your party? Okay, I, uh, we said, uh, I said already, PSP is, uh, is, uh, is a new party. In the first stage of development, we may not have a lot of uh, young members, but after the campaign, the young members, many young members have come forward. Okay, so the, our young uh, member, uh, our youth wing uh, is growing very fast. So when you come in, you can expect to have an exciting uh, experience with our party and participate in our party's vision, wanting not just to become an alternative voice, that means not just an opposition party, we want to offer an alternative model to our country, and one day we are part of government or the government. So it's a long haul, and you can be assured that it will be a very exciting uh, journey in a big family. The values are set uh, set up by uh, Dr. Tan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. So the advice I wanted to ask you uh, for is: it's not about running for elections. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the you're welcome. Is, you're welcome <laughs> to this round. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any suggestions? Uh, three, three politicians that uh, I should ask or approach to have on this show. Uh, people have already said the. Uh, SM Taman and Pritam Singh, uh, leader of the opposition, Pritam Singh. So, any other suggestions that you would like uh, me to talk to or have a chat with? Mm, I think uh, most of them are worth uh, talking to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's have very you, politically have, correct. <laughs> yeah, have, have, you, have you spoken to uh, Paul Tambaya yet? Oh, okay. So, I, I have asked him. Uh, uh, yeah, he's uh, non-committal, uh, <laughs> but I will pester him. Okay, so Paul Tambaya, yeah. Uh, uh, anybody, uh, anybody from PAP that you like to see me talk to? Um, PAP, uh, um, I, I must say that I enjoy very much interacting with them during the first session of the parliament. Uh, actually, all of them, you should you should talk to them. You know, um, I think. Uh, in recent days, uh, the, especially, uh, 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 I think uh, have come up with some very unique ideas is uh, uh, like Ang Wei Neng. Oh, right, right. Ang, Ang Wei Neng. Yeah. I think you should yeah. talk to Ang Wei Neng. Uh, Dr. Ang, uh, yeah. uh, talk, talk to, um, and, uh, mm, yeah, um, Maybe that, you should yeah. speak to Nadia also. Nadia sit next to me in the parliament. So <laughs> Nadia Samdin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, Aminang uh, is not, uh, I don't know why I call him doctor. He's, he's not, right? Yeah, yeah. he's not. He's yeah, not yeah. yeah, he's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, so Nadia Samdin. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so, so I will approach Nadia them. And, yeah. Yeah, so I will approach them and tell them that you recommended them. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I so thank you them. so much. <laughs> thank you so much for your time, and this was a very enjoyable conversation. And oh, I think, my pleasure. Uh, thank you. I thank think you. people uh, know more about you and about PSP now. Okay. Yeah. Thank, uh, you. thank you so much. Okay, thank I'll you. be up 